I'm Tom. And I'm Joey. And, and welcome, welcome to another, another episode of Taboo's Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to Voodlers to to the most infrequent uh, podcast and longest running podcast on iTunes. (laughs) Going on four years now of uh, very irregular updates between Joey and Tom, two average blokes' opinions on stuff. Welcome back to the show. I think this might be episode 30. Or close to episode 30. We're, yeah, we're slowly, very slowly, edging towards, edging towards episode 30. 30. And we're probably edging towards the age of 30 at the same rate. Or Well, you've actually some got of there. us have got there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so shit's going on, guys. Um, Joey's packed up his life and moved to Canada. Yeah. Living oh, the international life. We have got updates for days coming for you. Um, long time between drinks. The last time we probably caught up and did a pod was... We actually tried to do one when I was in the States last year, Yeah. Um, but the te- technical difficulties we faced um, broadcasting from uh, London to America was a bit difficult, so that one got scrapped, but lots of updates for you. I've moved to Canada, we're in London at the moment, yeah. uh, Tom's place, Tom's lovely apartment, um, Tom's moved here for what, how long have you been here? Bit of, or London for almost three years. Insane, insane. Uh, so... Actually, next week will be three years since I quit my job. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, so yeah, I've got I've got a little uh, two week trip over to London to see the gang over here, and um, yeah, lovely sunny day. I don't know why London's getting a bad rap. Every time I've come here, it's been absolutely delightful. Yeah, you bring the weather. Yeah. Okay, so we got to do this properly. Let's get back to the start. So, you since we last caught up, you were working in Sydney, quit your job, yeah, moved to Canada. Yeah. Where'd you move to? What are you doing there? How's life? So, uh, life's really good. Um, but moved to America, um, bought a van. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, experience was... The pedophile uh, van? Pet- yeah, pedophile van. Um, what was her name? Big Sal. Mm-hmm. So, moved to America, bought a van, lived in that van in hot and sticky California um, for three weeks building it. And the funny thing about... Um, Funny thing about living in a, in a van in America is when you tell people, like, you travel around, you go to people, like, um, they're like, oh, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm living, in my, living in my van. Or, like, where are you living? They go, oh, in my van. They go, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's the description of homelessness. Yeah. It's like, where do you live? In a car. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like no, 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 it's all good. Like, I, I plan this. I plan this. It's fine. It's like the veganism of houses. It's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm aware that there's this whole lovely world of meat and, like, dairy products that I could be eating. Yeah. But I've chosen to restrict myself to a very small amount of it. Like, you could be like, I'd love to be living in a house, but I've chosen to restrict myself to, like, four square meters of the back of a van. Yeah. And when you, when you tell people that, I guess, or when you describe it that way, you sound sounds a bit like... Um, oh, it sounds a bit, like, dickish to, like, go and purposely live beneath your means just for the sake of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like volunteer homelessness. Yes, yeah, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a funny experience. Like going through America, um, yeah, in the back of the van, not really like having a plan of attack. Just so just cruising in, in your van life travels. Let's go through some normal challenges. So, how do you manage bathroom and toilets? Uh, I had a pee bottle in the yep. van, um, and look, you do get complacent with emptying it. <laughs> um, but did you ever approach a like fill an overflow scenario? I approached it, but the limit doesn't. I did not get to the limit. Okay, good, good, um, good, good, good. 
Yeah, and then like you feel like a bit of a dirt bag, you know, going out, like stopping on the side of a road and like going to a bush and like pouring pee out of like a bottle. It's not pretty. It's not nice. It's not glamorous. It's not glamorous. No, like no, everyone, no. you know, you see in, all... the, in the like van life Instagram. Yeah, you see all these Instagrams like hot girls parked up against a beach wearing like linen. Yeah, it's not quite a guy in the back of <laughs> LA emptying a pee. What you do not bush. see is that girl, that hot girl with like a little. You know, g-string bikini on, in like who's sitting in the van, like in a nice duna rug with a beach in the background, out through the back doors. There's a nice fairy light stuff. You do not see the outtakes of her squatting over a bottle, peeing into a bottle. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Out the out the back of a petrol station, yeah. showering herself with a <laughs> yeah, wet exactly. sponge. Like if anybody who's an, a van life Instagrammer is listening to this podcast, <laughs> any one of the tw- uh, twenty listeners, you fucking liars, get real. It's all you about liars. It's all about being real with your audiences these days. I want some pee bottle photos. All Dude, right, that's what you should do. Your next thing should be like <laughs> your next uh, adventure should be like you living in a van, but only post like the really real parts of it. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a shower in four days. Here's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, or absolutely. Like, yeah. I need to poo, but I'm currently in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, what like, do I do? Yeah, like going into McDonald's and like sneaking in the back door so you don't have to, you have to buy anything. You have to buy a $1 coffee just to <laughs> use their bathroom. Now, okay, so that's that's uh, like bodily fluids covered. Uh, what about guests? Guests in the van. So the back of the van, single or double bed? Uh, both. God, you asked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. convertible. Convertible. Um, part of the whole, the feng shui yeah. of my van was that um, it could be a little hallway down the side. Yeah. And then... If you, circulation space. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you wanted to, you could extend my bed from a single bed into a double bed, like just okay. with a little slat system. Yeah. That engineering degree is really good. Yeah. Good it worth, worth the four years at uni for yeah, that. Yeah, and it works pretty well. It could even have like two sections of it, so it could be an L shape as well. And then... Oh, so it you had like a lounge suite as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, those tiny home shows, like where everything's convertible, modular homes. Like that with wheels. Kind of like that on wheels, yeah. yeah. So um, in terms of single or double bed, any house guests or car guests or van guests? Uh, plenty of van guests like along the way, yep. of just friends coming with me. Um, but I don't, I didn't sleep with anyone in the van like a girl. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's weird that you qualified it as a girl. Okay. What, anybody else? <laughs> uh, well, I'd, yeah, I had friends along the way who came in like, um, at one point, at one point I had, um, my mate, um, Joey Royal from Adelaide and one of his mates, um, Moxie stay in it for a week and we'd three stay, of three of us and we'd be like out at night, you know, they, they were potentially getting like hostels some of the way and we'd literally be like in Hollywood <laughs> and we'd go to bed. We parked like a, a block back from Hollywood Boulevard and I remember one night it was like midnight and we're like... Like, we don't have a place for you guys to stay. Like, mm. are we just all cramming in Big Sal? So, literally, we had two of us on the top bed, and then we'd, like, stuff Moxie, like a little, like, dobby, underneath <laughs> the stowaway <laughs> the stowaway department, and then wake up in the morning, and we'd, we'd all just be piling out of this, like, van on a, like on a, a suburban clown street. Car. Yeah, like a clown car. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but before we go too far with that my I already decided what my next Instagram thing is oh what is it it's my coffee cake my, oh. my carrot cake reviews <laughs> so this only came about yesterday when yeah. you had a spare hour to hang out in London so a lot happened I was sitting down by the um, river yesterday canal. like the canal sorry which um, and I just got to town in London and it was one of those spots where if you sit down there you're just like absorbing the vibe of London and yeah. it was very vibey it was like for those who don't know, Regent's Canal kind of runs sort of from Victoria Park in East London all the way through to like Camden, uh, through King's Cross, up to Camden, to Little Italy. But it's probably the most 
multicultural part of London. Like you walk along the canal for 20 minutes and you'll hear 30 different languages. Yeah. And there's a lot happening. So I was sitting there and I was having like pretty much my ideal way to spend my time ever is to go to a cafe and have a piece of carrot cake, which I adore <laughs> and a, a cappuccino. Yeah. So maybe it's going to be carrot cake and cappuccino reviews. Okay. Um, but that's going to be, look out for maybe the like Instagram handle, Carrot Cake Reviews, I think it's going to be on Instagram. And I'm basically just going to review different types of carrot cake and hopefully experience different carrot cakes from all over the world. And if you enjoy it as much as I do, which is unlikely, you might like to follow along. So what's the USP? So is it witty comments with carrot cake and cappuccinos? Or is it just like... No, it's just... Down- carrot, carrot cake, uh, base, four out of five. Icing, not enough icing, two out of five. Yeah, it's going to be that. It's going to be ratio of like carrot cake to... Um, ice, icing it's going to be like what styles are more of a loaf or more of a cake style it's going to be what's the vibe like what's the marbo what's the okay. general serenity of the situation what, do you, yeah. what would you come here for who's the traditional owner of the cake that kind of stuff yeah all this sort of, yeah. is that what you mean by marbo yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah it's the marbo of the thing yeah you know? <laughs> um, yeah it's just going to give you a good rundown of that um, but when I was sitting down there I saw you know what do you call those things on the like it's not the bridge but like there's a a blocky a lock, thing. A lock. It's called a lock, right? Yeah. So it's not like a bridge of the canal, but there's these things that like sit on top of the um, the shore that stretch out over the canal. And it, so the idea, like the is, idea is that the canal isn't on a flat piece of land. Like yeah. the land that the canal's on goes up and down. Yeah. So much like sort of the Suez Canal or the something like... Damn it! Uh, Damn it! For those for those who remember uh, Fioma, my beautiful girlfriend, whose identity will keep a secret, yeah. uh, has just researched and found out that carrot cake and coffee has been taken as an Instagram. All right, I'll be back. How many followers does it have? This guy called Simon Fry's zero posts, zero followers, zero following. I'm gonna. Oh, make... I think we should get in touch with Simon oh, Fry and make him an make, offer. Make him an offer he can't refuse. How much? How much would you pay? Probably for carrot okay, cake and coffee. Probably a piece of carrot cake. <laughs> That's okay. what, that's good, good, good carrot cake. Good though? carrot cake, yeah. Seaforth yeah. Bakery, Seaforth Bakehouse. Oh, Lengi. Okay, that's a good carrot cake. I'll review it's it. A serious. <laughs> I'll be the judge cake. of that. So I'm sitting down there, and my theory is that, like, I saw some weird stuff happen. The first thing was this guy like smoking a cigarette who looked like the guy from Bohemian Rhapsody, the okay. actor who plays yeah. Remy um, Malik. Yeah, Remy Remy Malik, the guy who plays the main guy. Um, Freddie Mercury Freddie Mercury he comes up smoking a cigarette just wearing jeans and like a tucked in t-shirt like literally looking like Freddie Mercury and comes up and like just pushes the lock around like 90 degrees yep. and I'm thinking I, I, I don't know does he work for like he's letting council? the water out is he is he working for the council or something like that and I'm like I, why would you just go and move that for some reason and he sort of waved to someone and it didn't look like there was anyone there. <laughs> and I didn't... He like... As if he was doing it on purpose for a reason for a function. But he yeah. looked like it just a... He wasn't at work. He wasn't wearing like a... High no. So the way it works is... So you have the locks that kind of run every... Probably a couple of hundred metres. And they adjust the levels of the canal. So where the canal goes up land... You have sort of locks that allow okay. the boat to go in. The lock fills up with water. And then you move forward at another level. Okay. Get to another lock. It that doesn't explain though why he was moving. Anyway... I didn't think too much of it. I continued having my carrot cake. Yep. Second thing that happened was a dude who was dead set on ice. Like he was a homeless guy. Yeah. Comes up, right. comes up with a spanner and just like puts a spanner on like a so whatever. That's how, that's how or something, you lock it and unlock it. And just go winds it up and didn't do anything. That, and then just like ran away. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on? 
They were locking the canal. Like, they were but, but locking the locks. Meth addicts. Yeah, yeah. Dude, these are people who live on boats. These are your people. Right. These, well, are, these, are, these are aquatic big sound <laughs> lovers. Like, these are people who've chosen to eschew the norms of living in, like, apartments and houses. And okay. I'm no, do you know what I'm really going to do? I'm going to live on an, a long boat that's a metre and a half wide and, like, 12 metres long and live on a canal. Well, it's just confusing. These are your people. A third guy. and A third, I like... you'd be able to, like... Empathize Look, with them. I don't. I'm not judging them. It yes, just you are. Weird. <laughs> You're entirely judging. Them. You said some methy-looking Freddie Mercury guy yes. came and wound up a canal and, and walked away. And then the away. third ice addict came over, or aquatic van lifer, with like a river gypsy talk. <laughs> river gypsy. A, ri- a third river gypsy comes up with like a talk wrench and then starts spinning something else and moving it around. Yeah. So you're t- you're saying the river canals are run by river gypsies? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as you, this, this, I thought you'd be surprised by this, but no. It seems Dude, like this I see this every day. <laughs> this is just regular life for me. Re- well, fuck. And the best part is, so people have taken. So, we are you willing to give away some business ideas on the potty? Always. Okay. So you're uh, the B and E boys. Yeah. So do you want to explain what the B and E boys are very succinctly for the guests? The B and E boys is a um, value is a, is a small scale high quality bacon and egg roll uh, stall that me and my friend James Shepard um, wanted to create in Manly years ago and I think still is a fantastic idea where we sell deluxe bacon and egg rolls to um, out of like a food truck or like a little barbecue stand um, incredible $10 bacon and egg rolls for your breakfast so what people have done is on the canal they've taken the they've pretty much combined your two favourite things so they've taken the idea of living in a movable home yeah and also small scale entrepreneurship. Nice. And there are like canal boats that people live in, but they'll also be like a barber shop. So oh. at one end there'll be like a barber's chair, a whole bunch of mirrors, and the guy cuts hair in the back of the like river boat. Genius. Uh, there's another one that's like uh, they sell old vinyl records. Out um, of these long boats, yep. the narrow boats. Yep. So you like go into the boat and there'll be like just walls of vinyl. Wow. Then you go around and buy all vinyl. Uh, other ones sell books. So it's like a market. Yeah, pretty much. Like, boat, boat market. It's epic. But yeah, Shit. it's like combining your two favourite things plus water. Nice. Yeah. Once you put the River Gypsies in the context of van life on water, it doesn't sound as bad. I was surprised. <laughs> no. What are the, you're looking at this from the wrong angle. This is what people think about you living in a van. <laughs> <laughs> Once you put it in the context of my life, it sounds fantastic. Exactly. Or I guess because I'm not a nice addict, then it... I'm like, okay. like. So what do you think comes first? The ice or the living on a boat on a canal? Probably the canal. Really? You think the canal's gateway to ice had? Yeah, ice I think the community is just there. Like, yep. if, if, if you're living with a whole bunch of river gypsies and you haven't quite turned river gypsy, then some, like, I've always wondered, like, how do people first do ice? Like, if you're sitting yeah. at a party or, like, first do heroin. And, like... Well, the, but this is my... Like, I get it. I completely get why people do it because... You see, like, a proper heroin addict who's, like, completely destroyed their life for this thing. You're like, must be pretty good. <laughs> must like, be kind of nice. This guy used to, like, have a wife and kids and, like, successful job. And he's thrown all of that in the bin just to chase this heroin So it's more satisfying dream. than, like, a than a fully, like, a, Ooh, a nice gotta, family. It's got to be, right? Family, like, yeah. it's got to be amazing. Stimulating career. It's better than that. Yeah. It must be. Exactly. These people have given up all of that just to do heroin. So it must be pretty sweet. Do you know where we can get some? <sighs> I, I know some river gypsies we can probably tap on yeah, the shoulder there's a, there's a market down there um, so yeah um, moving past that um, 
Yeah, so what I'm currently doing is living up in Canada, mm-hmm. um, a place called Banff, and I'm serving in a restaurant. Yep. So I'm like a waiter um, nice. for a career, which is actually... So putting that commerce degree and that engineering degree to real good use? Both of them, yep. yeah. Fantastic. Um, it's actually incredibly fun. Yep. But So what I do is basically just... I'm just waiter, but it works on the tip system, which is kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of people don't quite like get the whole tip system. Like a lot of Aussies and Brits, we don't have it. So it's a bit different. No, but we once just you pay actually... really good wages so you don't have to tip. Yeah. We just pay the right amount. Yeah. Um, but once you're actually in it and benefiting from it, great system. It's pretty sweet. I love the fact that people just assume, and it's not really dependent on your quality of service either. Uh-huh. Like you could do a shit service and some like North Americans would still pay you 10, 15%. Do great service and they'll give you like 18, 20%. Right, sweet. So it's not that much like thing um, difference based on your quality of service, which yeah. is kind of nice because if you ha- if you're hungover and having a shit day, you'll still get tips. Yeah, like, happy days. Quite doesn't really work, but like. I'm, so what I'm, what I'm happens then if you're like making minimum wage, but you're not in a like service like you're not in a customer facing you role? Just, so like you're a cleaner. Or yeah, something like that. you get minimum wage. So you don't get any tips? No. Nothing. It's brutal. Okay. So that's where people I guess the doing system that. doesn't work. It's, yeah. And therefore it's much... like Because everyone's on minimum wage, it's much better to obviously be in a service. Yep. Um, Customer yeah, facing Because you role. make yeah. at least double or triple what you normally make. Sweet. Um, when I first was a server, I can't remember who said it to me, but I was like in my first job over winter. And it's like a bit of a shock to you. Not a shock to your system, but it's funny going to like back to a hospitality job um, and just doing like what's not a very traditionally difficult like it's not a profession it's not like a career yeah um and i remember one time i was like at the back making like like a kid has ordered a hot chocolate and it's kind of funny like going back to a situation where you're like literally saying hey kid like what do you want to eat they're like hot chocolate and you're like all right do you want cream on it like like asking these questions and i go back to like make the hot chocolate and i was just like stirring the hot chocolate powder into the thing into the hot water and someone comes past and was like Oh, just make sure you like stir the clumps in. <laughs> and I just like stopped and I had one of those moments where I look at myself and I'm like, did I just get told? How to like, I, I, I don't know. I like, went to uni and stuff. I've had like normal jobs and I've just been told how to stir hot chocolate in. Before don't a kid. forget to stir the clumps some snotty nosed kid like oh my God. in a restaurant in Canada. So that was a bit of a moment where I looked at my life and I was like, what am I doing? What's going on here? <laughs> What's happening? But then, um, but then it's come with a bunch of awesome stuff. Like I live in one of the most beautiful towns in the world, surrounded yeah. by mountains. Lots like most days are free to go hiking and kayaking and and snowboarding and skiing in winter. Epic and lifestyle. And it's just like the lifestyle is ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Perfect. Yeah. Except for the snotty kids telling you how to make hot chocolate. Except for being told how to mix like the right consistency of hot chocolate. So, do you ever fuck with people's orders when they're being assholes? No, no, mainly because you don't get that many assholes. Okay, um, that's nice. And are you thinking like that scene from Road Trip where the guy gets the like the French toast and like puts it down his pants and stuff? Nah, that's pretty. Chat. Not not that bad. Yeah, but <laughs> like, like just purposefully getting something slightly wrong just to annoy people. No, because then it only does me a disservice because they won't tip me. Yeah, and enough. a lot of okay. people don't realize this. I didn't realize it before joining b- being a server. Yeah. Um is that if you don't get tipped, you still have to pay the restaurant, tip out the restaurant. What? Because you get t- you get you tip out. It's got to tip out on your sales. So if you sell $100 worth of food, mm. you'll still tip out 5 bucks to the restaurant even if you don't get tipped. So it's basically what the restaurant is saying, I don't care so how much So the restaurant takes a fraction of your tips. Yes, but it takes a fraction based on your sales. So for instance, so if- is it a fixed percentage? Yes. So but what does that money go to? Uh, 
bartenders, kitchen. Okay, so it's tips for people who aren't like who aren't who aren't yeah. customer facing. Exactly, yeah. but okay. but what I mean by that is if you sold a thousand dollars worth of food and drink on a night, and for some reason no one tipped you a dollar, yeah, you would still have to pay out fifty five bucks. fifty bucks. Yeah, so you'd be out of pocket. So basically, if you, someone comes in and orders food and doesn't tip you, you're costing that sort of money out of their pocket just to Brutal. serve you. Yeah, which is a weird thing. I didn't know that beforehand. Yeah, that's not ideal. Well, it still works out hugely in your favor because people know to tip yeah and you can consistently make around about 10 to 12 percent of your sales in tips that's pretty awesome yeah it's it's works ridiculously well sweet Mm. okay so done winter came back to australia for two months yeah back to canada again for summer yeah and then end of summer just figured out then yeah and some figured out then yeah um i had this funny um thing that happened I just looked at my notes when I was back in um, Sydney I was um, going to Woolworths with, with Kate once and we walked up are, you, are we about to get <laughs> into what was it Ron? Ron from Woolworths no although he's still there from Thomas Ducks yeah no 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 different oh, Ron sorry. was from Woolworths you had a story from Thomas Ducks oh yeah there was a fancy man at Thomas Ducks but we Ducks. were walking out of the car park and walking towards Woolworths and we're about 30 metres away from this like place where you enter Woolworths and we see those guys set up at the front with a stall yep like who are doing some sort of like donation thing mm-hmm. and, I'm, and we just go oh shit we're gonna have to walk past them and hope like make a donation and I made a pretty bad joke to Kate and I was like <laughs> go on. I made a pretty bad joke to Kate um, being like for, from a distance it was just us no one could hear it and I was like don't be dead you are deaf and they got you and I did the voice oh my and I, god I don't know that was Maybe that's, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive or not. Whatever. What, pretending to be deaf. Well, no. So just you, like, you don't have to talk to people. Do, yeah, doing the voice. But I was just joking. <laughs> like, obviously just making a joke. And then we got closer and it was like four deaf people. And I, did, I had no idea of knowing that, right? Well, the good so, news is they wouldn't have heard you. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, fuck, I feel horrible now. So we walk into Woolworths, like walk past them, didn't donate. And, um, didn't donate? No, I was like, didn't, I, didn't, didn't feel guilty enough to donate. <laughs> I was like, I'll get them on the way out. Like, I, should probably, <laughs> I should probably donate to this, right? Yep. So I'm like, shit. And sell it. So we finish, we get this, like, buy the stuff at the shops, walking out, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I should probably buy it. They were selling these little, like, magnetic butterflies that go in your fridge. Okay, cool. Deaf butterfly salesman. <laughs> and I walk up with a $10 note, and they're $5 each, and I just go to him, like, yeah, I pass it to the guy, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just have one, please. And he takes it and I did like he dead set. I don't know if he like knew what he was doing, but he was like knew what he was doing. And he was basically he took my ten dollars like Here's two, two butterflies. Two butterflies. And like passed them to Kate and like like Kate's. Were these them. Caribbean deaf people, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Jamaican deaf. Little people. bongos and stuff, yeah. Two butterflies. Two butterflies. What? <laughs> so he passes the two butterflies to Kate and Kate's just like didn't know what really was happening, holds them. And the guy just like takes on 10 bucks. He's, he's just like going back to his till and putting them in. And I'm like, no, 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 I just want one. Just want one. Yeah. Five bucks, just want one. And he's like pretending or not pretending to like kind of like not, not know what I'm saying. And I was just sitting there being like, fuck, I can't like, you can't go up to someone after that and be like, see, what happened was I really only wanted to buy one. And you've given me two and I'm like, 100% five dollars back. do that. Well, I felt bad. Would you, would you do it if they weren't deaf? I don't know. Probably. Well, it's still for charity. Yeah. I don't know. Just felt horrible. So I got big time swindled by a deaf person. Yeah, nice. Well done. <laughs> and I just looked at that as karma. Like, 
for me making fun of it did to we, start with. Did we... I'm not sure if I ever told this story on the pod, but when we first moved to London, like in our first few days of being here, we were trying to find a house and we were going around Shoreditch. And Shoreditch is like a mix of... It's like it's a gentrified or it's in the process of being gentrified. So there's like nice areas and sketchy areas. And basically we were wandering around on like a Saturday morning looking at different apartments. And this dude's rolled up to Fiona and I with a, like a push bike and a broken arm. Yeah. And his arm was like properly broken in that like there was a bone sticking out of his arm. Oh, so it was like freshly broken. Yeah, like properly broken. Like, and like now. compound fracture just happened. Yeah. Blood on his arm, bone sticking out. Okay. And he came up like he probably one of your cracky river gypsy kind of friends. Definite river gypsy. Has, well, he's like a step below because he probably doesn't have a boat. Like, he looked homeless. Okay. But, like, loved a bit of ice. So like, now there are tears of River Gypsy. Like, the ones well, that i Well, no, it's most... just tears of homelessness, right? So you've got, like... <laughs> okay. You've got, like, I don't have a house and I sleep on the street. You have then... Uh, I've moved to America and I've bought a van and I like to convince people that that's an acceptable lifestyle. It's just and then above, above the that, one. you have the people who live on a boat on the water. <laughs> okay. And then above that, you have people who, like, live in council housing. And then above that, you have people who live in regular housing. Okay. So, like... Tears yeah. of homelessness. So this guy was the bottom tier. Okay. Like, not doing well, but still love the meth. I agree with you that River Gypsy is probably above me living in a van because yes. those some of those boats are nice. And yeah, as you said, beautiful. some of them have got like actual yeah. little businesses. And, in them. and they cost like real money. They're functioning like gypsies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, so this guy, bottom tier, bone sticking out his arm and like he's kind of walked up with a push bike and this broken arm. He's been like, hey, mate, like... I've just like crashed my bike and is I can't from, get an ambulance. From Dubbo or? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, I can't do an English accent. Yeah. I, I can only do posh English accents. Yeah. But yeah, and he's like a bit cracky, got this broken arm, pushing a like BMX bike. And he's like, I can't get an ambulance because they won't let me take my bike. So I need to get a taxi. Can I have money for a taxi? And I was like, fuck, like, yep, just take the money. Like gave him 20 bucks or something. And I was just like, just take the money, just get yourself a taxi and you'll be fine. And I was like freaking out a little bit because the guy's got a bone sticking out of his arm. And yeah, I mean, like, you didn't fake it, right? Well, <laughs> about a month later, we'd moved into the area, we'd gone and got dinner, <laughs> we're walking home, and the same dude's come up with a broken arm and was like, hey, mate, I've just had this crash. You're like, kidding me. And I was just like, Dude, what? it's been a month. Like, yeah. You need to get to the hospital. Fuck, I gave you 20 quid. Yeah. Like, what you... Did you say that to him? Did you <laughs> no, say anything? No, I was just like, you fucking tried this a month ago, you motherfucker. Hold like, on. So that's his... It was all makeup. That's his shtick. That's his thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, you've almost got to t- tip your hat to him and be like, and I play was, on. Man. I was like, mate, you've got some serious makeup skills. Like, you can go and work in movies. You don't need to be homeless. Yeah. Like, there is a whole... Like, you've set your bar way too low. If you can do it to the point where, like... I'm looking at it thinking you've got a bone sticking out of your arm. Yeah. You're probably pretty good at makeup and shit. But also... Go work in the movies. Think about... He could just walk around and like... Like you gave him 20 quid or whatever. Like, no one's going to refuse He's, it if it's that good. You've got no, a bone sticking out of your arm. No, because then you get to know him and you're like... Yeah, but how many like, people are there in London? Yeah, like, true. Go he's around. Got to, he's got to move around a bit. You move could, around a bit. He was lazy. Bit. He was sticking to the one area. 20 quid every five or 10 minutes. Yeah. I reckon you could do. Yeah. If you sort of went up and you were like, oh, and it's a, a good story, right? Like you're sitting there being like, I can't get an ambulance because they won't let me take my bike, and I don't have a bike lock because I'm homeless. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> story does check like, out. This is all pretty legit. Yeah, and generally, if you see someone with a bone sticking out of your arm, you're not sitting there being like, let me validate that. Oh, like, uh, get, let me on. poke it. Does this hurt? You just kind of like, fuck, dude, you're in a really bad way. Take some money, yeah, and just get and to the go. hospital. Yeah, but yeah. So well, I got about, properly stitched up. Hey, talk about business ideas. Like, 
get a bit of makeup on the arm and we'll go around pretending to be broken armed river gypsies. <laughs> Do you know what? I've actually just got a job. <laughs> like, I've just got this thing that I turn up to Monday to Friday. Oh, yeah. They pay me every month. Yeah. Like, it's just like a regular I job. I have to pretend to be in urgent, imminent <laughs> fucking danger. I do love that you're like, no, 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 no. That sounds like too much hard work. What we're going to do is yeah. get really good at makeup and just wander around scamming people. Oh, God. <laughs> These, they're, they're smart. But yeah, that was a great... That was like one of the best stitch-ups. Yeah. I was really impressed by that. You do just run into some crazy stuff that happens around like London. Like yeah. This is what you don't sort of get in Sydney as much. It's just the amount of... Different amount of people. Um, mm. Diversity of just experience here. Mm. I don't know. It's just mental. And like niche groups. Like niche groups of people. Because there's, so, like, there's something like 10 million or 8 million people in London. Yeah. So like... And then you've got like... The metropolitan area, which is even bigger, it's like 12 million or something. Yeah. If you've got 12 million people, if you've got like a really niche interest, you're likely to find enough people to have like a friendship group based around your niche interest. Yeah. So like there's a group of people there's that you see every now and There's probably a band of those, of homeless people who are into makeup. Yeah, and, exactly. And they're probably just, people. yeah, they're yeah. like having like Tuesday night classes. Yeah. Of like, okay, see, so what's your story? You can't take your bike on the ambulance. Okay, cool. Bill, what's your story? You've just been hit by a bus. Your skull's been smashed yeah, exactly. open. All right. What are we okay. going to do for that? So we need to get some red stuff in your hair to look like blood, uh, some chunks of skull, like coming down the side of your face. Yeah. yeah, it looks good, Bill. Like that'll work. You're on. Yeah. And you've got the brain damage. Have you joined any already. weird niche groups? Uh, I haven't joined any, but I've seen them around. <laughs> like, so like there's a group of people that walk around dressed as if it's the 1920s. Yeah. And you'll see them on like a Saturday just wandering around the streets as a group. Doing like a like, high tea, little like umbrella. Parasols yeah, parasols. Like, yeah, parasols. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing. And you're like, I'm so glad you found other people that yeah. have the same interests as you. I'm just not sure whether I'm creative or interesting enough to have niche interests. Maybe. You too like, mainstream, mate. My niche interests are kind of weird. It's like... Go on. I really enjoy cutting toenails. Like, only my own, not other people's. <laughs> but like, I get, a, I get a weird sense of satisfaction of clipping my toenails and then being like, yeah. Nice. Feet are done. <laughs> See you in do two you, weeks. Do you, get, do you get frustrated that you can't do it more often just by nature of once they're done? No, time? because I think it's, it's like heroin, right? Like <laughs> if you take too much of it, you end up in a bad way. Like yeah, okay. sometimes it's the absence that makes it more enjoyable. Do you have like a little like every two weeks on your calendar? Like a little no, it's just kind of like, it's like, oh, I've, I've got to spare 10 minutes. You're like, shit, yeah. Let's go and clip this some is nails. I can let's, do. let's go get clippy. Yeah. And like, <laughs> especially like the big toe, the big toe's got such like, it makes such a good noise when you cut it because yeah. it's a bit thicker. A bit thicker, like, a bit of substance to it. It's just one of those weird things. Like, it's not sexual. It's just, uh, it's just satisfying. It's just one of those feelings. It's like, it's like wiping a whiteboard clean and, or seeing a really nice clean whiteboard or yep. something like that. It's just one of those feelings you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. Baby. What's your favorite just ephemeral feeling? Do you think? Ephemeral feeling. Just like, just a, yeah. Um, Maybe just like a really well, like perfectly cooked piece of toast, like not too done or not. Yeah. I like it when things fit together really well. Yeah. Tessellation. uh, Yeah. But things that shouldn't tessellate that then do. And you're like, like sometimes you'll see a whole bunch of pot plants together and they just kind of all work. Yeah. And you're like, that feels good. (laughs) That (laughs) That feels really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like I like people who find good solutions to like niche spaces. So like yeah. you got an awkward space in a house or a cafe and they found the perfect size table to fit that space. Yes. That feels really good. It does feel good. I like there was this website, I can't remember what it was, but it was like fifty ways to like fix household little things and it came up with all these awesome ideas. Yeah. And one of them was like when your thongs get plugged, getting the little 
piece of plastic that's on the end of a bread. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the little bit. Oh, like and, uh, yep, and like, put it on the underside. And so it put it on the underside through. with the plug, and you're like, yes, this yeah. solves that problem so well. So this is like, so I think it's called Happy OCD Moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's essentially these things. Um, There's also uh, a great Reddit thread called Oddly Satisfying. Yeah, that would be it. That yeah, that would be it. And it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, that makes you feel really good, wholesome. Very, very nice. I'm just. Wait up. Like you were saying before, recently turned 30. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I've been really I've asked you a lot about your life, mate. This is. Yeah. Life, my life's not as interesting as you. I haven't given up living in houses. I haven't changed my life in any significant a, or dramatic I've way. I've got a house now. Yeah. Oh, well, you no, do. like, yeah, I, yeah, I've been living in apartment yeah. for six months. But I mean, like, I haven't, I haven't radically changed any yeah. of my, like, living circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Just working in London, living life, going, lo- doing lots of traveling, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, shitloads of traveling. Yeah. Which is like, cool. But, yeah. 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 And other than that, big life things, 10.30. Working at... So, I rocked up yesterday and um, to, got Tom's keys from his office. You work in a, like, schmick place. Yeah. It's like riding King's Cross Station, Tom's... Um, managing some some new development for Google and in the Google offices it's just like it's just everything you think of when you think of like a tech space and I didn't even go in there but I imagine it's epic when you get in there there's like a gym on the first floors coffee shops that are free there's food that are free do you ever abuse that? do people abuse that? how do you mean abuse it? <laughs> abuse the stuff like, <laughs> you suck get a real job what, what they're doing is giving you free food <laughs> yeah, coffee no. and gym like it's hard to abuse it like beyond that, that like that scene from the internship when Vince Vaughn goes up and he's like is it all free? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll have that. No, 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 that. Yeah. And like, we'll just like take the piss Heaps out of it. He's able to do that. Yeah. So I've got a mate who works for Facebook and they have a very similar situation where it's like free food and everything else. And there are... Is there what, like a don't be a dick policy? And just Yeah, like, exactly. It's just yeah. like, don't be wasteful. Yeah. So just take as much food as you need. Yeah. Like it's a bit frowned upon if you're like going to the bin and scraping out a whole bunch of good food. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, well, you didn't need to take that much. Great so don't be an asshole. Yeah. Um, but there's like apparently at Facebook there's a group of like Tupperware bandits who mm. come in at the end of lunch or at the end of dinner and fill oh, up Tupperware containers with all the away. leftovers That's and not like kosher. take yeah. it home for the weekend and stuff like that. So they got weekends food covered. Yeah. Um, apparently that's like fine. Like nobody really gets upset about it. They're like, okay, cool. If it's the end of the otherwise <laughs> yeah. like cooking period, like, it's going to go to the waste anyway. Yeah. Fair. So yeah, Fair. yeah, it's. Sweet place to work. It's yeah. really, really cool. Looks place pretty to work. lax though. Like you rocking out. Maybe it was just a Friday, but t-shirt. Oh yeah, long hair. Yeah, so it's like you can wear. Like you got to be professional to some extent, but they're really chilled about like what you wear and things like that. Yeah, but like you work relatively all, hard. It is, it is Google. It's like yeah. It's tech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fine. And they're like super accepting, really open about everything. So like, you can be like people rock around in Crocs, Burkos, <laughs> yeah. like trackies like it's amazing it <laughs> river is gypsies really just cool in. it is amazing like, river gypsies just trying to get some free food oh, from the it's so good cafe it's so so good it's amazing so nice. yeah, cool place to work very cool place to work so yeah life other than that life's good just chilling going around not doing much like lots of traveling so this year it's what june now and i think we've done seven or eight international yeah. trips already this year yeah so yeah it's been like life's pretty good that sounds pretty good yeah that's <laughs> pretty sweet life of a young professional that's what, is it, what are it called dinks dual income no kids that's it yeah living a life great lifestyle great living lifestyle. a life but um so in because we haven't done a potty in years what i've been doing is every time i have a bit of a weird thought or something like that 
Yeah. I write them down in like the notes section of my phone. Lovely. And I just wanted... What I've learned is that I don't provide enough context for a lot of what I'm writing. <laughs> I know, you were reading some of these out before and they sounded hilarious. So I want to I get into it and see if we can try and rekindle what it was that so, you meant. So, uh, like, one of them is... Um, so a money-making idea is that we should... We've we come sh- up with some pearlers over the years, mate. This, this one, I think, could be a winner. So the idea is we put out a Christmas album. Yeah. Like, we create some kind of either, like music or like comedy thing around Christmasness yeah. that gets rolled out every year. Like Love Actually or Michael Bublé's Christmas song yeah. or Mariah Carey's Christmas song. And the idea is you only have to do it once, but every 12 months you just get a big influx in cash because everybody's listening to it or downloading it or Nice. Okay, it. so it's yeah, it's obviously is was this the royalties one where like you just Yeah. You just it's record like, it once and yeah. Okay. And so like Love Actually, Love Actually is like 15 years old. Best movie ever. But Best it gets, Christmas but it gets rolled out every Christmas. It's the type of Christmas movie. So like Richard Curtis, I think it's Richard Curtis who wrote it, must just get a shitload of money every Christmas. And he's like, I love Christmas. Like, Do you reckon it's seasonal? Because, or like, isn't it on those like streaming services now? And it's just like, they pay for it to be on there all the time. Or do you reckon he literally I think just I think like, it like goes away and then comes back every towards Christmas, Christmas. He just gets a fat check from... But like, that's, that's all like Netflix. There's heaps of people that will just like buy it off yeah, Apple yeah, yeah. TV or whatever. True. Yeah, of course, of course. I reckon you'd have a... And like Mariah Carey's Christmas album, that yeah. would probably go through a whole bunch of sales every Bublé year. rode that wave hard. Yeah, Bublé is strong into Christmas album. What I wanted to do one year, we, we had it like at my old work, um, we had a, a Secret Santa yep. and it was a $20 limit. And what, what I never did at the time, but I really wanted to do, it's just a funny thing, was record my own Christmas album of just me like singing really shitty, because I can't sing for <laughs> shit, really shitty versions of Christmas songs and yep. then give it to someone to be like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and, then, and then they play it and it's just me going like, Silent night, <laughs> holy night, and just see their face where they go. What the fuck is this? That's exactly <laughs> what I want to do. All right, I think we we're gonna do that this Christmas. So thing. we can do that. I'll just say, or just mail it to all your family and friends. And she's yeah. like, "Merry Christmas from my Merry family Christmas. to yours." <laughs> I hope you enjoy this as much as yeah. I enjoyed making it, and make them play it. <laughs> so that was one idea. That was money making. Um, and then thinking about Mariah Carey, this was around the time I assume that her and James Packer divorced. Yes. Were they married? Yeah. I think they're engaged. Yeah. But, uh, it then made me think about, okay, so divorces. He's done very well. He like was with Mariah Carey and Miranda Miranda Kerr. Kerr. Yeah. God. Who would have thought that being a billionaire would (laughs) meant that you got to sleep with really hot women? Weird. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. So the idea was... How long would you date somebody to get like a sweet divorce payout? Because I think Mariah Carey and James Packer are only together for like two years or two and a half years, and she got like a pretty sweet payout. I think there is a limit. Like, because I was watching for some. I started watching. Oh, what was the TV show called? Really dumb. Like, Jane the Virgin on Netflix. Never heard of it. Really horrible TV show. Okay. Uh, but Probably in that, there's either. a girl who has got this rich husband and she's trying to like postpone the divorce and not be divorced for long enough that he, she gets a payout. Yeah. And I always seem, seem like five years, but maybe I'm making that up. Okay. I think there is a legal limit. Because what I'd like to do, like where my mind went was like, okay, pick somebody that's A, single, B, very rich, and C, probably doesn't have a lot of people hitting on them. Yeah. And I thought of Gina Reinhardt. Yep. 
So for those who don't know, Gina Reinhart's Australia's richest person. Um, she's worth like 15, 16 billion. Um, single, not the most attractive person going around. Looks a little bit Jabba the Hutt-esque. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe has a great personality. Maybe. Maybe. Obviously a very canny businesswoman, so yeah. quite smart. So I can, I can chat to a smart person. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. She probably would get bored chatting to a dumb person like me, but... <laughs> And I was like, okay, how long would I be married to Gina Reinhart for in order to get, like, a sweet fat payout? I guess it depends, like, the conditions of the marriage. Do you have to sleep together? Do you have to, like, go and do stuff you don't want to do? I'd definitely do that. How I'd, do it, I'd do it all. I'd just be like, there's no it's conditions. Marriage. It's marriage. Yeah, it's marriage. Sex, I'm sex doing whenever, everything. I'm technically, doing sex whenever, like, she wants it, I guess. Yeah. We both want it. We both want it. Well, yeah. you, you're never going to want it, so. Yeah, true. But that's marriage, right? Zing! <laughs> But, uh, like, okay. And I basically got to, like... So, she's worth 16 billion. Yeah. If she paid me, like, 20 million after a couple of years, she wouldn't even really notice it. Yeah. But, like, that would set me up for life. Big time. Yeah. Or, like, a so million like, dollars right now would set, like, set you up for life. Three years. Three years married to Gina Reinhardt. I'd probably even do it for, like, five million. Yeah. Getting paid, what, 1.6 million a year to be married to it's Gina It's that Reinhardt. age-like question. Like, everyone says, like, do we, would you want to win a lottery? And you're like... You could say yes and be rich and happy and whatever, and it'd be life would be easy. But then you're like, oh well, no, I think I'll be fine by myself. Like, oh, I'd be fine. But then the the real question is like, no, 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 like, come on, yeah. But this on. is three like, like three million dollars, and like, there's heaps of people who make decisions where they go like, I'm going to be an investment banker. I'm going to work really, really hard in my twenties and thirties, and that'll set me up for my forties and fifties. Yeah, I'm doing that on a much shorter time scale. You're just and going harder at it. Getting a lot better, a lot, lot more out of You're it. You're doing a dirty job to get a big fat payout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Three years, that sounds fair. I wouldn't give up three years of complete misery. Like, I wouldn't go to jail, for instance, for three years. No, but, years. like, you're still living your life. Like, and you're married to one of the richest people in the world. So, like, True. life's pretty good. Do you reckon, would you have to be faithful to Gina? Yeah, I think you got it. Because you're really giving up... Like, like, there's only other. a certain level of dishonesty I can put yeah, up with. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Fiona's now out on the street. Like, she's got to move on and do her own thing. Are you cool with that? I'd be successful on Tinder. It's fine. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, because... Because you're, you're an attractive woman. female. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, an, you're an attractive woman. That's like... That's base level Tinder. Looking at a girl's Tinder as they're flicking through is so funny. It's just like match, 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 yeah. match. Actually, this was another one of my thoughts was... Um, where is it? I did have a Tinder one. Where is it? Um, it's also funny seeing girl like seeing the guys on Tinder like yeah. from a girl's phone. Oh, here it is. Okay, so as somebody who's been in a long-term relationship, yeah, like been in a relationship for like eight and a half never years now. Never single in the Tinder age, I never, never single since Tinder was invented. We've had T-Max Tinder Tunnel of Love in the past and oh, things like that. Oh, mate, we did, yeah. Um, so here's an idea. So Tinder is really good at like instant gratification because yeah. you put photos on, you swipe, and then people match with you, yeah, which is essentially them saying, I know nothing about you, but you're attractive enough for me to want to talk to. And potentially have sex with. Yeah, which is like a great confidence boost, right? Yep. So it's called tindering with no intent. Okay. So it's basically like you're a bit low on confidence. You put on a bit of weight maybe. You're not feeling very funny. Yeah. You're like, oh, like I've been in an eight-year relationship. This, <laughs> it's starting to sound a lot more biographical Hypothet- than it's meant <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. But it's like if you, if you had somebody in that scenario, you'd be like, okay, sweet. Here's what you do. Find four of your best photos. Yeah. Put them on Tinder and just get swiping. Don't chat to anybody. Don't lead anybody With on. With pure intent of just getting a bit, a bit of a... Ego just hit. a bit of a kickback of like, somebody's liked you. Somebody's liked you. Somebody's liked you. Somebody's liked you. You're like, 
Fuck yeah. Still got it. Okay. Back Mate. to the real world. Back to my beautiful loving girl. Risky biscuits though, because what if you are feeling a little bit down about yourself and that's why you've gone on there. Oh, yeah, you yeah. don't get any likes. <laughs> and it just confirms everything you'd been thinking about. Like you've been worried about and yeah. then you just get, you just get crickets when you go to swiping. No one's matching you and you're thinking, shit, this is real now. This is just, I've just validated my previous okay. thoughts. So here's a second, biggest here's a second service we offer. Maybe it's just like a charity. So instead of actually making money out of this, you're just being nice for other people. Okay. Set up like 10 Tinder accounts and you just right swipe everybody. Yeah. You just right swipe everybody. Oh, so you're just like Batman out there just doing a good service for the community. Yeah. Just being like, there are a couple of people who are probably feeling down about themselves, not getting too many matches. Yeah. I'm going to like you. Let's, let's, find the, let's find the ugly people of Instagram I'm, and swipe right. I'm pretty them. sure this is how like catfishing starts. <laughs> <laughs> Is when you match like the person who's never been matched before and they go, hey, how are you going? And you go, oh, well, go on. I better chat to them now. Otherwise, they'll think it's just like... Yeah, all, you're right. This, is, this is where like three bad decisions lead to you being in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you're 100%. chatting to them. You chat into a bit. You actually get to know them a bit. You find out they're a bit vulnerable. Oh, they've got a, a rich auntie with a bit of money they can, they can handle. <laughs> oh, maybe like maybe you start asking them for a loan. And maybe you say, yeah, no, we'll meet up eventually. You're, you're 100% right. Starts. I did this not think this starts. through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was tindering without intent. Uh, what else did I have? Turned into uh, a beginner's guide to catfishing. <laughs> do, you oh. do you reckon there's books or like PDFs that someone started like, this is how to catfish someone? Um, or do you reckon it's just like... Oh, so there's 100%. Like there's niches of the internet, like dark corners of the internet where there's all kinds of horrible people. But like we're sociopaths. It's just like, like this is, ha- this is have exactly you heard it- how you go and catfish someone and get money from them. Yeah. Probably. Like there's... It's kind there's of like, like incels and stuff that, like that. What's that book that we used to be like, you know, teaches like kids how to make little like soda bombs and stuff? It was like oh, the Anarchist Cookbook. Anarchist Cookbook. It's like a yeah. really horrible version of the Anarchist Cookbook for yeah. like adults doing crimes. I think the Anarchist Cookbook was the horrible version of the Anarchist Cookbook. That was like how to make bombs and stuff. Okay, but this is like how to... Fuck- this is like psychological Anarchist yeah. Cookbook. <laughs> yeah. Like psychological warfare against yeah, just people. Being a, being a cunt, yeah, really. Basically. Um, so yeah, that was that one. And then the only other one that I'd probably bring up in all of these random thoughts was um have I ever gone on a rant to you about pilots and how I think they're just like their status is way too high in society? Now? No you haven't, but I, I do feel that. Do you think I I feel like we put pilots on a pedestal. I think we like, used to. Like in the whole Catch Me If You Can days where like where Leonardo is walking through with his like eight air hostesses. Yeah. <laughs> But um, they're just the fucking bus drivers of the sky. Yeah. Like, they're not, there's nothing special about being a pilot. Like, yeah. you're just, you're driving me from A to B. You're essentially an Uber driver hear in that, the air. Hear that, mum and dad? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's so much respect shown to pilots on planes. Where I it's agree. like, they come in, they do their announcement, they're like, nobody's allowed in the cabin because they're special. And they like, waltz through the airport with their epaulets yeah. and their captain's hat. And that's it. And, and they're like, like, it's like a bit it's like semi-military regalia. Like they got to wear funny hats. They get and paid stuff. crazy, and their hours are like huge amounts work, of money. They don't work at all. Yeah, like they work a couple of days a, year, a month and get make bank, and then just sit in hotels. So I doing wanna... cocaine and flying planes upside down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, and like I, I just feel like they've shown too much respect. Yeah, I feel like pilots need to be taken down a peg or two. Take them down a notch. Yeah. So how would we go about doing that? I guess just like, how would we go about informing the world that these guys aren't all they're hyped up to be? I think what we need to do is start a pilot school that's got a really low barrier of entry. 
Just so we just flood the market with pilots. Like, yeah. If, like getting a pilot's license like getting a car license. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those when just I'm do a quick, ideas. Do a quick test. Like, can you turn this plane on and just press go? Sweet. No, like we teach them how to be pilots, but like it can't be that hard. No. Like sure it can't not. be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe through this whole process, I can what we'll do is come full circle and validate that being a pilot is kind of hard. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> maybe we should show them a bit of respect. Yeah. I can picture Shep sitting home just being like, it was, it was three years of a hard university and a whole bunch of flying hours. Like, this was physics and all sorts of classes. Like, this is hard. Sorry, Shep. <laughs> you turn the plane on and you hit go. Sorry, Shelly. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I just I feel agree. like pilots need to be taken oh, down a peg Big time. And they, they do mints around airports. They swan about, like, looking like they're, yeah. you know, all It'd be that. like, imagine turning up to work and everybody just, like, Doff their cap at you and like everybody, yeah, you can go to the front of the line and get your coffee first because you got to go fly a plane. It's like, fuck off, mate. But it used to You're be like basically in, a bus driver. Back in like the 80s, I'm literally basing this off the movie Cash You If You Can. Yeah, it seems fair. Um, is like, but I think this really happened was like little girls, like, not little girls, little kids and stuff would go up to pilots in the airport and be like, can I have your signature? Like they were, they were really? rock stars sort of thing. Fucking As hell. in like, wow, you're a real life captain. See, what I want is people to come up to me and be like, are you a project manager? Yeah. Can I have your signature? <laughs> this is amazing. This is incredible. I know you and don't actually do anything and you just coordinate like, other people who do stuff, yeah. but like, can I get your signature? Yeah. They do do that probably for like signing off billable hours for a subby or yeah, something actually like I that. Do. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly they're cranky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When are you fucking going to pay me? <laughs> so have we got anything else? We've probably been going for a while. Now. What are we? Oh, we're almost at 50 minutes. All right. No, not really. Um, just... We'll probably try and squeeze out another one before you go back to Canada or for before sure, you yeah. carry on with your European adventures. For sure. So, yeah, this is a lovely uh, treat for me to come and hang out in London. Yeah, it's Got a bit fun. of... Uh, I'm going to mince about Paris next week and then doing a nice little trip with my family um, down the coast of... or down the border of France and Germany, which will be lovely. lovely and then life. going back to Canada. So, and you're... You've got no plans to stop doing exactly what you're doing here. Just keep on living life. Living the dream. Yeah. Anyway, guys, been a pleasure. Have fun. See, see you either next week or in like three years. Yeah, Tabooless, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for sticking with us. We'll try and do some more stuff. Let's Long- make promises we have no intention of keeping. <laughs> Great. So we're going we're gonna to try and do more podcasts, but we probably won't. My internet in Banff is actually really good if we want to do. The try here's really try and anchor again. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's give that a crack. All right. Okay, guys. Love you. Miss you. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.